ABC Listen. Hi there. My name's Tom, and this is News Time. Jinkiwala, Tom. Jinkiwala. I know that language. That's Bunjalung. I'm Yorta Yorta, and Ruby's passed her mic over to me for this episode of News Time because it's NAIDOC week. NAIDOC week is to show the culture of Aboriginal people and what it means, what it feels like to people. It's where you celebrate Aboriginal stuff. Dancing and a little bit of everything. Yeah. NAIDOC week is a time for all Australians to celebrate the history, culture and achievements of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples. It's also an opportunity for all Australians to learn more about First Nations cultures and histories. The Aboriginal people were the first Australians. That's right. Indigenous peoples have lived here for more than 65,000 years, and our culture is the oldest continuing living culture in the entire world. NAIDOC Week events in towns and cities across Australia give everyone a chance to experience Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander culture. And it's also a time to remember that wherever we are in Australia, we are on Indigenous country. I'm on Bundjalung country. I'm recording on Gadigal land, and I pay respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Hey, that reminds me. For our elders is the theme of this year's NAIDOC Week. An elder is an older person than you and you have to respect them. So they can teach me stuff and they do stuff that I want to learn. Elders are the people in the First Nations communities who care for others, for country, and they teach, guide and lead. Elders are also the keepers of stories and law. That means they have the wisdom that links the past to the future. Speaking of stories, shall we start the countdown? Yes, I'm ready. Story number five. Andy shoots. Andy scores. I love basketball. It's where you have a ball and you've got a hoop and you shoot the ball up into the hoop. That's it. Jared McEwen-Young is a Gomeroy man and a deadly basketball player. He just represented Australia in the World Deaf Basketball Championships. It's a competition for players who are deaf. I think it might be a little bit challenging because you can't hear people giving you support when they're cheering. Good point. At hearing games, the crowd usually cheers loudly, but at deaf games, the crowd stays hushed and cheers by waving their hands. During a game, players need to watch for signals from the coach and referee in sign language and lights that flash when the whistle is blown. Jared is used to it. He says when he was picked for the Goannas, that's the Australian deaf basketball team name, he felt like he truly belonged. That's deadly. Go, Jared. Go, go, Goannas. Story number four. I reckon the Great Barrier Reef is the best place in the whole entire world to go snorkelling. It's really important to Australia. It is important. It's actually the world's largest coral reef system and it's home to hundreds of types of coral, more than 1,000 species of fish and other marine creatures like turtles and dolphins. Unfortunately, the reef is under threat from climate change, warming seas, water pollution and a coral-eating pest called the crown of thorns starfish. If you don't look after it, then one day it will never be there and 
It's a beautiful place, so I think we should look after it. Thankfully, there are lots of people working hard to protect our reef, like First Nations women. A program called Sea Women of the Great Barrier Reef is teaching Indigenous women skills like snorkelling, scuba diving, driving boats and taking underwater pictures. They're also learning to monitor the Great Barrier Reef to keep track of how healthy it is. How do you think we can help keep the reef healthy? By not touching any coral or fish or anything in it. Pick up your rubbish, put your rubbish in a bin. Good tips. The sea women of the Great Barrier Reef hope they can pass on their knowledge to younger people so that First Nations women can continue to protect the reef long into the future. Thank you for caring for the reef. Story number three. It's not just underwater worlds like the Great Barrier Reef that need protecting. It's also land, like islands. The Torres Strait Islands are a part of Australia and they're located between the tip of Queensland and Papua New Guinea. There are more than 200 islands in the Torres Strait, but only 17 have people living on them. We love the Torres Strait Islands. It's a special place for sure. Torres Strait Islander peoples are calling on the Australian government to protect their homes from the effects of climate change. Climate change causes the world to warm and sea levels to rise. I think it's bad for the world to heat up because loads of its history could go away. It's a big worry for people who live on islands because their homes and communities could eventually end up underwater. If it floods, then there won't be anywhere for them to live. Pabai Pabai is an elder who lives on the Boigu Island and he says rising sea levels and severe weather are already damaging houses, grave sites, food sources and sacred cultural landmarks. A court case is happening now to decide whether the Australian government should do more to protect the Torres Strait Islands from climate change. Uncle Pabai showed court officials around the islands to hear from the community and see some of the areas under threat. Uncle Pabai hopes his community will win the court case so that they have a greater chance of protecting their homes into the future. Story number two. You Jajams are so clever. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> you remind me a bit of some of the kids from Nanumbla in the Northern Territory. They don't have mobile phones or the internet in their community, just one pay phone that everyone has to share. You don't really need phones, but they're good to have around just in case there's an emergency to call people. They do come in handy. The kids from the Numbla recently travelled to Darwin as a part of a program called Kids in Space. It's a program that encourages school students to use space technology to solve problems. The kids from the Numbla used a 3D printer to make a telecommunications tower that could be built in their community so that people could use phones and the internet. That's awesome. Sure is. Kids from Gunbalanya School took part in the program as well. They 3D printed a device that would help them measure tides so they knew when it was safe to pass through a crocodile-infested water crossing into their community. Because they might try to bite you and attack you. Yeah, you've got to watch out for saltwater crocs. The Kids in Space program hopes to encourage Indigenous kids to think about careers that are out of this world. You can be an astronaut, rocket scientist, five, four, three, two, one, blast off. Story number one. 
Possums are special animals for Indigenous people. Do you know why? The Aboriginal people did make cloaks out of possum. That's right. And recently, a group of 10 young people from the Goulburn Valley on Yorta Yorta Country in Victoria made a possum skin cloak for local elders. It's something that they do with their culture, so I think it's very special to them. It is. Possum skin cloaks have been used in many parts of southeastern Australia for thousands of years. First Nations people use possum skin cloaks as blankets, clothing and for protection from water. And for a mat and for like a piece of art or something. Cloaks also tell stories about their owners. Babies receive possum skins to welcome them into the world. Possum skins are also given as birthday presents as children grow up and at other special moments, like big achievements. And when someone receives enough possum skins, they are stitched together to become a cloak. It'll probably feel like soft and warm. It would be kind of comfy, I reckon. I think it feels fluffy and very smooth. They can be fluffy or smooth. The cloak made by the young people on Yorta Yorta country will be used by elders at the end of their lives to bring them comfort and safe passage into the dream time. Making the cloak was a happy experience for the young people because it helped them feel a connection to their culture and history. Because it's spending time with their elders and they're doing an activity that they used to do. You know it. And that's it, my friends. We've reached the end of the show. Ruby will be back next week. And don't forget to do the news time quiz. It's in the show notes. Happy Nadoc week. Happy Nadoc week. Happy NAIDOC week! News Time is an ABC Kids Listen podcast. For other awesome podcasts to play, music to move to and stories and soundtracks for sleep, download the ABC Kids Listen app. It's free from your app store.